Thank you for listening to the Habits and Hustle podcast made possible by our friends at True Niagen. So I've been a huge fan of True Niagen for years, and I'm excited to share that I've recently began partnering with them. I literally don't miss a day taking it and think if you're only going to take one supplement, this is the one. And here's why, with of course, a little bit of added science lesson for you. Our bodies produce a molecule called NAD, which is critical for cellular energy and repair. But the levels sadly decline as we age. A nutrient that can help increase our NAD is a form of vitamin B3 called nicotinamide robicide. That's a mouthful, or otherwise known as NR. The most efficient way to get this is with a supplement like Trinogen because it's the best NAD precursor. True Niagen helps support our bodies against everyday stressors that can damage our cells like overeating, drinking, or staying up too late. In my opinion, no one is too young to take it. I wish I had known about this in my early 30s because I would have been all over it. What's most amazing is that True Niagen is backed by 18 clinical trials and has the endorsements of two Nobel Prize winning scientists. Go check it out at trueniagen.com. That's trueniagen, T-R-U-N-I-A-G-N. And we have a special offer for new customers to receive 20% off orders of $100 or more using the code HUSTLE20. Definitely run, don't walk, to scoop some up today. Hi guys, it's Tony Robbins. You're listening to Habits and Hustle. Crush it. Today on the podcast, we have Jeremy Fall. Jeremy's a super interesting character. He wears many hats. He's an American chef, a restaurateur, an entrepreneur, and his latest project is called Probably Nothing, which is an educational NFT platform that he leads with his partners at Triller. So now Jeremy is also, and I must say a really good one at that, an NFT expert. He really breaks down the space of NFTs, Bitcoin, uh, Web3 on this episode um, in a way that is very easily digestible and where people who don't necessarily know that much about this space that's extremely growing and evolving um, is, is a way that, they, that we could really kind of retain it, understand it. I really enjoyed this conversation. Let me know what you think after listening to the episode. Leave me a comment, a review. Enjoy. Be as simplistic as if you're talking to like a three-year-old or one-year-old actually, because that's how, like, okay. how like. I mean, a one-year-old is usually not the demographic. I know, probably like, <laughs> okay, talk to me like I'm, you know, 12. They they get it. I know, you're right. <laughs> so talk to you like do. you're like 70. Yeah, talk to me like so I'm I, like. I just explained it to my grandma and now she gets it. Okay, talk to yeah. me like we're an old person because I am an old person and explain and break down. What, this, what, this is what we're doing on this podcast today. We're talking and breaking down what really an NFT is, um, why it's important and why it's become such a massive uh industry, I guess you would call it. And we have somebody who is uh, an expert beyond expert, Jeremy. Fall. Jeremy Fall, Fall is very tall. He's like 
10 feet tall when he walked into my house today. But um, <laughs> not just today. I'm sure you're always yeah, I'm always tall. Yeah, you're yeah. always tall. I usually, I usually stick to the same size. <laughs> stick to the yeah. same size, right. And your background is, by the way, extraordinary. I, I figured that, I thought you were actually going to be someone who was in like finance or, but you were <laughs> yeah. in, in, in like the, re, you were like in the yeah. restaurant mm -hmm. business and now you founded a company, you, you own probably nothing or created probably nothing, which mm -hmm. gives people and, and t explains to people what this whole business is of NFTs. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So then let's start then with what you're going to say. So for the most, you know, someone like me, for the layman's person, what is an NFT? So an NFT in very short form is a, is a type of digital ownership or authentication, right? So give me an example. Let's say right now we record this podcast and you want to sell this podcast to someone and they would own the rights, own everything in an like authenticated way, just yeah. like you'd have a certificate of authenticity for, for a Rolex, right? right? How would you do it if you were to try to do that today? Sell this actual conversation to someone that could own it, that could then license it out to whatever they wanted. Like um, you'd probably sell it to a production or, or like a... You'd sell it to a production company or some type of like media company who then would pay you for them to then distribute it somewhere. Imagine if we could go on the computer right now, mm -hmm. upload the recording, do something called the minting process, which makes it the NFT and then sell it. Uh, is that what people are doing? That's what an NFT is. What is a minting process? So minting is what makes it, what NFTs it, what makes it an NFT. It's like, that's what authenticates it. So when you mint something, you have something called a smart contract, right? And I'm keeping this very simple. Yes. Okay? A smart contract is essentially a online contract that's visible to everyone. Mm -hmm. All of this is public, by the way. That's how it, that's how it is able to be authenticated. So let's say we took this podcast, we minted it. This turns into an NFT. The cover, if you want to call it a cover image, could be anything. It could be a monkey. It could be a crypto punk. It could be a picture of you, a picture of me, whatever it is. It doesn't have to have, you know, have anything. It mm -hmm. could just be white, right? Let's say you sell it to Jane Doe mm -hmm. in Omaha, right? In order for Jane Doe to own that, there needs to be some sort of proof of ownership, correct? Right. That's where the smart contract comes in. The smart contract, again, this is all available anywhere public in the blockchain. So you're hearing a lot of these things called the blockchain. Right. The blockchain is where the smart contract is stored, right? Mm -hmm. In the smart contract, it says, and by the way, I'm going to use names, but everyone's um, addresses, like their crypto wallets is a bunch of numbers, zero X, Y, B, whatever it is. So it would say, let's say yours was zero one, two, there'd be much longer than that. And mine yeah. was zero and Jane's was zero one, three. Okay. You sold it to Jane. So zero one, two sold to zero one, three for X amount of Ethereum, whatever the cryptocurrency is. Right. And it's in parentheses, the, the USD or whatever the currency is from that country, the equivalent. So it would be like $1,000. So then I could then be like, I want to, Jeremy wants to buy it from Jane. I, she wants to sell it to me. I know that Jane owns it because I can see in the smart contract that she owns, like it's literally that file is in the smart contract. There's proof that she owns that actual file. Okay. So what I don't understand with this digital, this is like, yeah. it gets better by the way. I'll, I'll dig more after, but yeah. Okay. So wait, cause I don't know. Why is this even something that's valuable? Can't people just screenshot the digital file and just like look at it for free? Like, why do you need to buy something that's like out there in the, 
in the metaverse, which I don't understand That's either. That's a separate topic. Don't confuse people. Okay. 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 Sorry. We'll metaverse get to that is separate. After, yeah. Okay. Yeah. On the on the internet, let's yeah. say any the blockchain, but yeah. any blockchain, but yeah. not even like you're saying. Like everyone's confused because they think it's just digital art, right? Or it's mm -hmm. just. But why would anybody pay for any of this when it's out there for free for people just to look at? If I take a picture of a Warhol, do I own it? No. Same thing. It's the exact same thing. But what do you, what's the use of it? Like, I, th I think I think the disconnect with people is that they can't associate it to something they're familiar with, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say you were an avid Warhol collector, right? Mm -hmm. You wouldn't be a Warhol collector because of the fact that you get to look at the photo. You're a collector because you get to own it, right? right? Okay. And you own that Marilyn. It's bragging rights. It's fulfilling or whatever it is. Right. Take that into the modern generation where that equivalent is a board ape, is a crypto punk. What is that? Tell people what that is. So board ape is a collection of, of uh, 10,000 monkeys, if you will, make different faces. Some of them are rare, rarer than others. They're arguably the most popular collection on the planet along with crypto punks. How did that even become popular? It's so board apes is one of, so everyone understands. So there's a thing called board apes, which is a bunch board of- Board ape yacht club. And it's a bunch of pictures of monkeys. Yeah, so there's a couple of things you get. So as as a board Who created ape, it? They're anonymous. It's a lab that's anonymous. Holy, I, I, I need an Ativan. I, I, I'm like, so it's already, <laughs> I'm confused. Okay, so. so we'll, get, we'll get there. So, okay. So you're a board ape holder. You get to go to the board ape parties in real life. They throw parties once in a while. You have access to certain members perks, right? That's, that's a cool part of it, but the main thing is these bragging rights. If you okay. walk in, if you walked into a room 10 years ago with a Rolex, you had a certain, you know, notoriety. Yeah. I prestige. Was, prestige. Right. So people always tell me, they're like, well, why the fuck do you care about having a monkey that you own as your profile photo on Instagram, whatever it is. Right. Right. And they're like, um, they're like, well, I, I would care more if you had walked in the Rolex or I think I'm like, well, if I go into a room in the last 10 years, I could be wearing a Daytona. People would think that's cool, but I'm verified on Instagram and that is worth more than anything in the world. If you think of the verification of Instagram, it's kind of like an NFT. It's something that can't be copied. And you could say, well, why can't you just screenshot the verification? You can't. Right. That's the proof that I own that verification. It's verified by this company. It's the same process. This is verified that Jeremy owns this monkey, right? Yeah. And that's bragging rights because that monkey has hype. To you, it doesn't mean anything because you don't care about that brand, right. that monkey. But if that was like your favorite artist, like Warhol, you would care. Right. What it sounds to me like what's happened is that it's this become, it's not part of like my generation, so to speak, right? Like what was things like you, you actually explained it well, like things that were kind of in my world were like that you had a Rolex, like you said, or like a nice car would give you that like bragging right or prestige or like a painting, like a Warhol. But is it that we've now become so digitized and mm -hmm. technology focused in like where we are in the world, like 2022, you know what I mean? 2022, that now it's kind of become these, these digit, anything that's kind of all these bragging rights or verifications or like signs of, of prestige or status are coming from the digital world. It's exactly that. Right. We live in a digital world right. and now we get to brag within that world. Who created this? Like, how did it even begin and start? Like, where did it even come from? So 
if you have to trace it back to the origins of cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, okay. which I'm sure you've heard of. Well, yes. I'm, was started, I'm not living under a rock. I'm living hey, on top I, of I the rock. I don't just make don't assumptions. <laughs> I don't make any assumptions. So the person that created Bitcoin, okay. Satoshi, is anonymous. There's a lot of anonymous motherfuckers in the space. Yeah, what okay? do you mean anonymous? You keep on saying anonymous. No one knows who he is. No one knows who he is. It was created. It just dropped in the, out of nowhere. Who are, who, no one really knows who this person there's, is? There's theories on like a few people. Like who? Who are the people that they I think? can't even name them. That's the thing. It's not like it's Michael Jordan. It's like, yeah, it's no, like no, no, no. people like, we don't know, right? But then how, how are these people who are anonymous having so much power to like just drop something one day as like a new way of like life, so to speak, and nobody knows where it's coming from. Like Supply that's and demand. That's all it is. If I get enough people to, you know, to buy into this water ball, it makes the water ball more valuable, right? It's, a, it's an autograph. It's the same thing. So you mean the BLK water bottle, B, the BLK yeah. water. I yeah. thought we we're on video. I assumed they could see it, <laughs> so, <laughs> but some people are just listening, you know? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. The BLK water bottle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, it's supply and demand. It's hype. It's like a Supreme t-shirt. You're, yeah, I was gonna you're, say so, that. you're gonna say like, well, who cares? It's a white T-shirt with that logo on it. But then the six-year-old kid's gonna be like, that's the shirt. It's yeah. the same exact thing with the monkeys, with the crypto punks, with the water bottle. It's all the same. Okay, so go back to how this all st- the origin of this. So some person, some dude. Uh, we're assuming it's a dude, right? We don't even know. We think it's a dude because the the people they think it is, they're all dudes. <laughs> that's what yeah, I'm saying. It's yeah. not sexism. It's just no, no. It's what it's what it probably is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm gotcha. hoping it's a woman, but I think it's a dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I believe I'm not offended by this. Okay. Yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so the that that was created, okay. right? Bitcoin. That was the first cryptocurrency. It's the OG. That's the Coca Cola of cryptocurrencies. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, it grew over time. A new cryptocurrency there's been many of them but let's just say the second one that really came to fruition was ethereum right ethereum being the main cryptocurrency used to trade nfts so in the blockchain which i mentioned mm-hmm. think of the block- who created that that's a technology that exists a long time ago and no one was using it i think that i that i you know i'm actually unsure that i know that there's i know people are using it but not to this extent it's okay. an older technology though so this first person when i say older i mean like you know in the last i think two decades yeah right? no, no. i'm saying like the origin first you're saying that is the bitcoin some guy just yeah anonymous so, so person. Ma- imagine the blockchain is wall street okay imagine bitcoin is a blue chip stock like berkshire hathaway mm-hmm. coca-cola whatever yep. it is right let's just say coca-cola ethereum comes in is pepsi Right, it's mm-hmm. the second one. The reason why Ethereum is so popular is because it's it's the form of currency that you use to buy NFTs. There are other ones, but that is the main one. So when I was talking about those transactions, the vast, vast majority are in Ethereum. Ethereum is the currency to buy NFTs. Okay, and that's okay. But how did that happen? How did so, so this guy, um, this who's public? Yeah. Um, I forgot his name. Vidalik. Yeah. Yeah. He's he, public. He created Ethereum. He created this currency on the blockchain for people just like the- But Satoshi how did he did. do it? Like just one day? He's oh, I mean, like, there's like, I mean, the, the intricacies of the coding of creating a coin is like, we're not even gonna get into that. Like that's oh, that's, okay, that's far a, beyond my area of expertise or most people in the space. Like okay. creating coins is like coding to like an unbelievable extent, these ecosystems and like, that's that's a whole other thing. And, and the other thing is like, how does he, like, why is it that, Anyone can create a coin. Why did his coin become something that now has become used by everybody? Anyone can create a soda, 
right? Right. So, 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 so these are these are great analogies, by the way. So yeah, I, have he, a, I have like my mom, you know. Yeah. Have to explain this you have to, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I'm like your mom then, okay, or your granny <laughs> at this point. Okay. So I'll be the granny. I don't care. So basically, same thing. So like how this guy created this Ethereum coin that people are using to trade and make money and all, everything else. It's the same as somebody who just so happened to create the company, you know, Coca-Cola or, or whatever Correct. and yes. became like synonymous with soda drink pop or exactly. whatever. OK, that's OK. I'm, In I'm the following. loosest comparison possible, that's that's what it is. Yeah. OK, so you he know. must be like he must be like just yeah, he's loaded, loaded. Yeah. In crypto. Yeah. In crypto, right? Yeah, which you can convert into actual dollars, by the way. Like which, most, that's how my hear. That, most people don't know that. They're like, "What can you do with that?" I'm like, "Well, you can you can still buy shit with it, but you can also like convert it to any currency you want, like USD, euros, whatever you want. You wherever can, it's you not, can wherever actually. it's not banned in the world, like I think China. What's Russia. the conversion? Yeah, maybe China. <laughs> it but. fluctuates. So right now, oh, mm, it depends on the day. Okay, <laughs> right, it depends right. on the day. Okay, so depending when this comes out, it depends on the day. Okay, because I have to say, and I know we're, we're jumping around because there's so much information, but someone opened up for me a Voyager account where I'm supposedly trading some Voyager. Voyager? Is that what it's That's called? That's what they opened for you? Who the fuck did that? I don't know what that <laughs> is either. What? Uh, okay. Some guy that Someone I'm opened the thing. That's how you trade crypto? Well, hold on. Dear I will God, don't do anything. Okay, I know. Just okay. stop moving. I will tell you right <laughs> now Give me your fucking phone. Oh, my God. Stop moving. I okay, uh-oh. Okay, and by the way, I thought I was- Voyager? Up. Is that what it's- Yeah, There's Voyager. no way. Why is that not good? I, I just, I don't know what that is. Oh, shit. Are you serious? Okay. Did well, you meet this guy on the street or something? No, he was a finance. He was like a private equity guy who told me that I should be putting money. Oh yeah, it is Voyager. I kid you not. Look. Does he sell subprimes too? No, he no. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is someone that. Uh oh. Well, I I put like a little bit of money here. It is called Voyager. You haven't heard of it? No. I may I ask if you? Yeah, you can ask. Matthew, what, do you know what Voyager is? Oh fuck! I don't know what that is. See? Okay, let's, so let's, I'm not crazy. Let's cut that out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait, well, is it that big? It's huge. Let's not endorse them though, because look, it's one of those. Look. Yeah. See, I'm not like. We're I'm, not cutting this out. People should know it's called Voyager, and okay. I made money and I lost money, okay, and so I have no idea what's going on. So I would on. have not used this platform to start. Why? I am not giving financial advice. Okay. But apparently, this is a. I think I'm so deep into the space that I don't know about these platforms that pop up every <laughs> single There's so many of these that pop up every day. They are. Because that one, I was on a waiting list to get onto it. They usually all have that, though. Oh. A lot of them do, because they have to verify your identity and stuff. Oh, and I, what I did was I took my money from Charles Schwab, I think, even, <laughs> and, put up, and made an account in this Voyager. You went from Schwab to this? Well, no, 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 no. I that's didn't like take- That's like the anti-decentralization like, concept. Listen, listen, listen. It's supposed to not be owned by banks. Like, that's the whole point of crypto is that it's owned by the people and not the banks. Well, you went through Schwab. Well, that's why I'm <laughs> glad. I know, I know. Doesn't that sound kind of- institution, And you had a finance guy do this. this yeah. Horrible I mean, start. see, well, that's why you're here today, Jeremy Fall, because I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. So that's why we have a specialist. Your money seems very safe. Like more safe than anything. Than a normal situation. Right. Okay. Well, thank God. It was up and down. But anyway, but that's my point. Yeah, so, so, yeah, so it fluctuates. Is that using Ethereum? I don't know what you bought. I didn't look at your holdings, but I look like there was a theory. I'm assuming there's Bitcoin Ethereum on there at the very least, if there's crypto on that. Okay. So then let's go back to where we end. Where did we stop at the, before my, before you laughed and mocked my Voyager? <laughs> well, what did you say? What did you? You didn't put a lot in it, did you? And when did you buy, by the way? Okay. This was like, I started this like nine months ago. I didn't put oh, a lot okay. of money in there. Oh, no. if you started nine months ago, that's great. 
It is? Well, well, I think yeah. I'm down money. Oh. Hold on. Well, did you check if I'm down? I think I am. I didn't want to like look through your holdings. You can, you, you can look through. I didn't put very much money in here. It's on a secret. Believe me. Um, $10 million. Yeah. T- <laughs> $10 oh million. No, exactly. That's not a lot, is it? <laughs> um, I can't tell what, what I... I'll take a look. Okay. I I'll mean, see. it looks like... You guys shorten this or is this no, one it's long? No, a long... I'm is telling you, that's why. That's, I mean, that's fine with that. You want people Portfolio. to know that you have no idea what Voyager was? I don't mean I'm to joking. freak you out, but it literally says that you have zero dollars in this account. Oh, well, see, there you go. I guess I lost all my money. Does it really say that? Yeah, which means you would never hit zero because- No, then I have to, I, I must have done something, another button. I got to call this guy. Yeah, it's asking you to enter your social. I'm not touching this. Okay, great. This I'm looks a, extremely I, dangerous. I'm now final, I, I'm basically, <laughs> I I, someone just stole my I, entire I my life savings. I think my just got fucked up by touching that. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to like go near that. Oh my God, great. Okay, well, I guess I got to figure out. And I have nothing it. against Voyager, by the way. I, just I know, familiar. it's a Canadian company, by the way. Love Canadians. Yeah, me, I'm Canadian, so. I, I was told it was good. Anyway, the point is this. So, eth- okay, so we're going, Ethereum is one type of coin. We're also, what we're asking. Bitcoin is another type of coin. You're so, asking about the price of what it costs, right? All right, costs, so Bitcoin right? is a different, okay, so Bitcoin and Ethereum are two separate coins that you can trade with. You can't buy NFTs with Bitcoin, but. You can only buy NFTs with. There's other ones, Polygon, there's other ones, but it, the, the, let's just, for sake of the simplification, let's say Ethereum is like the main one. It's like, the main it's one. like the, yes. It's like the, I don't know what analogy, it's the main one. Okay, and then so, just so I, so the origin is, so this guy created this blockchain, this guy created, not blockchain. Yeah, the, yeah. the Bitcoin and then the, the, the Ethereum Bitcoin, guy. The Bitcoin, Ethereum, yeah. okay, yeah. all get, these we're random. Getting cl- we're getting close. Yeah, yeah, and then all these random people just keep on like, just creating mm-hmm. these things. And like, hype. like and it became, and just because something just kind of like, there was traction and hype just mm-hmm. kind of built it up. Yeah. Okay, so then. That's the, exactly it. Okay, so, so the, Based, okay, so you're saying it's not, why is it that most artists are doing it? Like you said, dig, it's, that's why you're saying it's not just digital art, it's uh Well, let me tell you the biggest advantage of NFTs. Okay. So, right, let's go back to that example. You sold to Jane, right? Mm-hmm. Jane, you created this audio. I know what you're gonna say, yeah. You created it, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So you created this, you, created this, you mm-hmm. own this conversation. You sell it to Jane, mm-hmm. right? I buy it from Jane mm-hmm. for a million dollars. You sold it to Jane for a thousand, right? Million dollars. You're gonna get a royalty on that, right? That was the big thing for life. I sell it to Matthew. You're gonna get royalty. It's like kind of like multi-level marketing a little bit. No, is like, You're talking about pyramid schemes. That's yeah, not, pyramid schemes. Not at all. Like what if, it is. You're, that's, if you're you're selling and I'm getting that's that rewarding life. the creators. Okay, so it's also so no, so that's like why the only the creator. Artists. I'm not gonna get a royalty off of the net. so the royalty only falls to the creator. Pyramid scheme is every layer oh, touches it. Oh, I see. It. So it's only the person that actually the, owned it initially, yes. yeah, originally. Yeah, where the smart contract was created. That's why there's a smart contract. Because it keeps track of all this shit automatically. So what happens if this is a bubble and it just explodes one day like every, like some of these things do? What happens to all this money well, and like all this stuff? Like the internet or social media did? Yeah. And we're it, still here today? Yes. But I'm talking more like... Yeah, like, or like I was thinking more in your analogy world, like the real estate world, or things become like big and then things just kind of collapse. Or is there chances of that happening? I mean, of course, there's there's chances of everything happening, but the last big things were the internet, right? Which had a bubble, right. but it came back. It, yeah, it did it's come very back. strong still. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they're trying to reinvent it now into Web three, so we'll talk about that too. But okay. um, then there was social media. Everyone said that was a bubble. Right. right, it's true. And then cryptocurrency, which everyone said was probably nothing. That's where the name comes from, by the way. Probably right. nothing. 
Um, and you know, we're still here and there's everyone's in it now and everyone's, and there's a lot of people that made a lot of money. So I'm not saying there's never going to be a market correction. There's going to have to be like any industry. There's going to be a correction. Right. Right. But do I think it's going to collapse? No way now. Well, what, what do you think the most common, so you, you created probably nothing because most people have, don't think know it's anything. Probably nothing. Yeah, exactly. It's a term used in the space, by the way. Oh, like it it's, is? Oh, it's a very common, yeah. It's like a, it's like using the word like cool, like in the real world. It's like probably nothing is a very used term. That's why I, I didn't like invent it. I just got the. That's a use. Why is that a used? Because in the beginning, like all the headlines were like, like years ago, like, oh, Bitcoin's probably nothing. Or, Don't pay attention. It's probably nothing. It's probably not. People were saying that over and over again. And then the, everything kept going up. And so now there's a lot of sarcasm in our space where people will post like, oh, Board Ape sells for $10 million. Probably nothing. Right. And, it's like and it whole keeps thing, on yeah. going. So then let's go. Let's talk about Board Apes. And then you can chime in whenever you want, Mikey. But. Um, that was just something like a Supreme t-shirt just had, got a lot of traction and became super popular and people were buying it. Right. Yeah. Like 100%. you would buy like a Rolex or something else. Correct. Yeah. Or like things, how about like the, um, like the crypto punks or the NBA top shot, same thing, or mm-hmm. just that people know about it or. So NBA top shot. Okay. It's very similar to what I was talking about with our conversations. Okay. NBA top shot. NBA was like, okay, we own all these iconic moments in history. Anything from like a three point shot, whatever it is to. Kobe's last game to, you know, last three point or last dunk, whatever it is. Now we can actually sell those moments so people can own it. So imagine owning Kobe's last three pointer. Like imagine owning that moment. Yeah. To the point where, and I'm not sure about the specifics, but I think they gave licensing rights on Top Shot too. Licensing rights meaning that like you, when you own the IP, you can license it out. So Board Ape, for example, gives you ownership of it. So if I own a Board Ape and I print it on this t shirt, this t shirt, is automatically a board ape t-shirt. That's like, imagine Gucci giving those rights and you, you print it on your own and that's actually a Gucci shirt. Like that's how fucking crazy it is. Are you able, like if I went to buy a board ape situation mm-hmm. now, it, is it one of those things where you're too late to the game? Like if now I'm buying, if, is it was it cheap and now it became much more expensive because oh, I, I mean, waited? Oh, I mean, like, since April it's gone. I don't know if their trading volume is at this moment, but the last year, I mean, it's, it's, it's insane. I can't even, you can't compare what it came out for to now. Really? And so like, if it's like, so if I bought it now, it'd be a fortune, but would it keep on going up? So it's kind of like buying, like, you You don't know. know. You can't know. It's like when people were buying Berkshire at some point, I'm sure they were like, you can't go more up than 2000 now. It's like $400,000 or whatever it is. Or Tesla. It's the same thing. Like you just don't know. Do you have any questions before we continue? I I have something else to add after. Oh, okay. So no, 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 keep keep on adding. Keep that going the most attractive thing to me in the NFT space is the community, right? So let me explain. So, you know, I, I come from a world in the restaurant space, right? That was very community driven. However, also very transactional. You come to my restaurant, I sell you this dish, sell you this cocktail, you give me money, get the fuck out. That's right. kind of right. That's how it goes. Layman's terms, right? Yeah. In the NFT space, let's say you and I create a mission or an idea. Let's create a concept, right? We create a a collection of these NFTs, right? Now, imagine in parallel with Supreme, imagine being able to give people, your audience ownership in that creativity. Like you're building a community of people that they're almost like investors. Right, right. They almost have equity in your idea. Like everyone who owns a Board Ape is a partner in Board Ape Yacht Club. Yeah. Because they have ownership, right? So you have a very invested community. There's this very strong thing in like, even the 
even in the crypto space and if you go on like if you're on twitter at all like there's a lot of good morning good night like it's all very community driven like you have one we're part of the same kind of club you have a board ape like let's talk let's collaborate let's you know there's a lot of that like there's projects like there's the heart project one of the projects that actually like i'm a holder of they do like movie nights like real life movie nights, they do some digitally. They do for people in LA, like Benny Blanco is a holder. He invites people to his house, come hang out. Like, let's have, like, there's this very big community aspect that people don't realize. Where, like, before that, I, you know, I was always like here trying to be like not above in an arrogant way, but like, I'm selling to you, I'm selling to you, I'm selling to you. That was like, that was how like we used to think. Like, I'm going to sell to this person, you have to rise on the top. And now it's like, let's create this together, let's own it together, you know? So now you have. 10, let's say your collection is 10,000, 10,000 avid people in your community that are constantly invested in you. So through that, a lot of IT projects have community wallets that people vote on of where that money gets spent. Part portion of royalties goes into a community wallet. Where does this get spent? We're gonna give this to charity. We're gonna give this to whatever it is. Like you're building a group of people, right? And that's where that's where crypto is amazing because all this stuff is automated. So there's no, let me talk to my lawyer or anything like that. It's all in a smart contract. Any DAR that hits, everything's a smart contract. The royalties get distributed automatically to everyone. Everything is all digital. So there's no like, wait, you owe me my 15%. Like that doesn't exist. There's no institutions control it's controlled by people that's what i was going to ask you because you were saying about like the charles we were joking around with that like so there's no institute like so who is kind of making sure that every t or i is crossed all of us are so let me give you an example i went on twitter Uh this is to tell you how crazy communities i went on twitter i got a thousand dollar starbucks gift card i put on my twitter i was like i'm buying coffee for everyone just please everyone just get one coffee not a single person got more than one thing Everyone is respectful, respectful. Not a single person took advantage. No one took, no one ordered anything, but it was all like exactly all the way to the gift card right now. And like that's, that's how people are. Yeah. And, and it's I a mean, respect thing. Cause if you're a shithead, you're gonna get the, we're not gonna fuck with you at all. You're kicked out. And as much as it's anonymous and people are like, who are these people? You think you can do whatever you want. It's really those anonymous figures who've stayed around have built so much rapport through so many goodwill that people love them and trust them and respect them. So wait a second. So you put a Starbucks card yeah. on Twitter mm-hmm. and said to people, "Hey, there's a thousand bucks on here. Everyone just get one." Co-. How do you how do you know what people got or who they got? Because you can see on the back, you can see like what your balance is and spend and stuff. I just saw a bunch of transactions, but none of them were bigger than the other. They're all about the same. That's happening. Like what? That is, but. But could you imagine being so disrespectful to that community that you're going to be that person right. to do that, to take advantage? Like, so another thing I did on Christmas Day, I was like, if you don't have food today on Twitter, drop me your wallets, right? So that big number I was talking about, zero X, whatever it is. Yeah. And I will send you money for food, right? I had people. You said that? Yeah. And I, I sent wow. it. Yeah, I sent money for food. I spent like four hours in bed saying money. I had. How much I, money did you spend? It was a lot. I had um, crypto money or real all money. Crypto. This is all crypto. What do you mean real money? I mean, I, I, mean, <laughs> so, I mean, like, did you say like that's what I meant? Like tangible, you can feel. It was probably the equivalent of like I think it was like fifteen or twenty grand. It was like a decent amount of money. You so, spent that kind of money yeah. on people that you've never met. These are the people. That's amazing. These are the people that I have that money because of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So okay, this is so fascinating. So let's say so I did that. I had I had this guy literally. I sent him. It was like thirty bucks, right? Because I did this for a lot. I sent this guy thirty bucks. This guy in India, I'm not even joking. He took half of it, 
and gave half to these starving kids, sent me the video. I didn't ask for anything. Sends me a thing. He's like, hey, I had leftover. I was able to feed my family, whatever it is. I gave it to these kids. There's this video of these kids that are like, thank you, Jeremy, like Merry Christmas and stuff. Like, like this all happened. I was in bed doing this. This is within the span of a few hours. Like I'm touching people in India, touching people in, like all over the world. I had someone that like messaged me and was like, hey, honestly, like I don't need food. I'm gonna have drinks with my buddies. And I was like, you know what, fuck it, drinks on me. Like there's a lot of this thing. People were giving it to other people. This person needs it more. It was like crazy. This is all on Christmas day. You know? I, do people even know this is They don't happening? even know I'm Jewish. <laughs> Yeah, 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 I mean, no, it's no. fucking Christmas. I know, like, <laughs> but what I'm saying, uh, exactly. Does, 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 how come, like, do people outside the, crypt, the crypto space know this is even something that happens? No, that's the thing. That's why I have probably nothing, because I'm like, so I'll give an example. A few months ago, I was with Ty Dolla Sign, the rapper. Right. And we're in a studio, and he's been wanting, he was wanting to get into the crypto space. He's, you know, dropping a collection now and everything. And we were talking, and I was like, Let's get your first NFT. So we went on there. I let's tweeted. What? Let's, let's get your, buy your first NFT. Okay. I tweeted it. He retweeted it. This guy comes in. We, he's everyone's like sending their like buy mine, buy mine. You know, right? So I'm like, oh, that one's cool. I bought. He bought it. I bought it too. I was like, oh, this is, I like this art. How too. much is it? So those ones were I think 500 bucks each. Okay. Three or three or 500 bucks each, around there, um, which is pretty average, for for an NFT. Plus the coin fluctuates, right? So, yeah. So I bought it. He bought it and we he bought some other stuff. And then the guy, the owner in India, messages me on DMs us on, on Twitter. And he's like, hey, sends pictures. He's like, my father's in a coma, sends two pictures. I'm at the hospital as we speak. The money you just gave me is paying for his hospital bills. Now all these people are buying his stuff. He made like probably like 20, 30 grand like overnight. He was selling his like farm to pay for the bills. Now he doesn't have to. So I was like, what the fuck? Like, wow. So we promoted this kid. I put him up on probably nothing, a story. Everyone obviously was like, oh my God, we have to help. Like all these people came together. Like I was getting people texting me like, how can, how can I get one? Can you help me? Like people that didn't have their wallet set up. Like like one of my business partners, like girlfriends they didn't have one. She's yeah, like, can you, can you like help me set up my wallet so that I can buy this? This kid now all of a sudden, and he messages me and he's like, He's like, I love you so much. Like what you did for me, like I want to do it for someone else now. Like I have money, I want to go help someone else. And I'm like, this guy, like his dad's in a coma and he's already thinking about how he's going to help someone else. I'm like, that's like, that's what the NFT community is about. Like that's, that's what I fucking love about it. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So there's people, so many stories like oh, yeah, that that's too, not, Like people don't know this shit though. They don't. They're like, oh, it's the stupid fucking monkeys or whatever. Like then those like crypto douches in Miami that like party with Crocs. Yeah. It's not that. So why is that? The, so that's the, I was going to ask, that was my next question. It sounds the way you're speaking that these community have really like really quality people who are trying to like pay it forward and be, be really honest and That's and the earnest. real people. Right. So then why is there this illusion or idea or people in this space who are just like driving Bugattis in Miami and like. I had the same thing in the restaurant space. Restaurants became very hip. Everyone wanted to own a restaurant. Right. Everyone did just like this crap shit with like bottle service and like models yeah. and all this stuff because people like the fame and like NFTs are hot. So like now you're a celebrity because you own this thing. Right. So you're always going to have, do it's, it's actually good to have that. That shows, because you need, I think you need an ecosystem. You can't just have the, the sad stories. You need the douchebags. You need the people that don't get it. You need, I think you actually need all that. No, but I'm <laughs> serious. It, like, yeah. like, like, that's why I have probably nothing is to teach people about these things, right? 
in the right way. Like I, we have, we have a social duty to like educate people the right way because I, you know how many people I meet and they're like, like you, your first reflex was like, how come you're an NFTs and you're like, cool guy, you're not a douche. Yeah. You know? And it's like the actual people in the space that do it because they love the space. Like that's, that's yeah. how everyone is like, and all these rappers and stuff that I, I work with a lot of musicians when they work with us, like these people are used to being given the world, right? They're musicians, they're, they're talent, yes. right? I work with them. Like you owe me in this space. You're getting your hands dirty. I'm not working with you until you fucking prove to me. And they're like, okay, well, how can I do it? So, you know, first of all, like engage your community, talk to people, support artists. Don't just get a fucking ape, drop 300 K, put it in your profile and think you're in the community. Like that's cool. And you sure if you want to do that, no problem. Right. But Support indie artists, have the conversations, get into Twitter spaces and listen, try to understand space, educate yourself. And then once you have the respect and you're in the community, people are like, okay, this guy's for real. You will be, have support for the rest of your life. Like it is without a doubt. By now you've probably heard all about cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. You might even be already investing in them. But did you know that you can invest in cryptocurrencies through your retirement account? That's right, with iTrust Capital, you can buy and sell cryptocurrencies from a crypto IRA and get all the same tax advantages as a traditional IRA. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. The iTrust Capital platform is easy to use and only takes a few minutes to create your account. Setting up an IRA is free and iTrust fees are low. It's time to start taking control of your financial future. With iTrust Capital, you can get all the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit itrust.capital/hustle to start investing today. That's itrust.capital/hustle. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Inc. does not provide legal investment or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional. But how did you become this guy and what is your specialty? So let's go back to you. So because what I remember, well, not remember what I yeah. know about you is you were like you, you were a restaurateur. You owned a bunch of restaurants, right? Mm -hmm. You also have a podcast called Dinner Party, right? Still have it. Yeah. And what do you talk about on Dinner Party? Mental health mainly. Mental health, culture, creativity. Oh, OK. Yeah. So how did this become your how did you become an expert and how did you kind of Go pivot from restaurant. I told you it's very it's good. good yeah. And you were like, oh, what is this? What is this? He walked in with Evian and now he's drinking this BLK and he loves it. I told him he would. It's very good. I'm glad that you like it. I'll give you some to take with Are you. my teeth black? No. Okay. It's, basically, it's basically just regular water. Is it charcoal just, No, it's not charcoal. It's fulvic minerals. Is it dirt? Sorry. No, it's not dirt. <laughs> it's, if you could get over the psychologically, the, the color of black, but I mean, it's basically you know that fulvic. All, all I wear is black. You know, I actually don't own any color in my closet. It's all black. Are you serious? Matthew, can you confirm? My closet's all black? It is definitely all black. There you go. Well, I, I have a sweatshirt <laughs> that I wear. I wear like twins. I wear that sweatshirt. That's exactly what you're wearing. You have this but, exact one? But it doesn't say that. It says BLK on it. But it's exactly okay. the same. But it, So it doesn't say Balenciaga on it? No, it doesn't. It's not the same. <laughs> it's <laughs> black. How about There's this? the it's, NFT douche coming yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a black <laughs> hoodie with, yeah. That says BLK, but it looks the same. Yeah. But yeah, I don't have that like you yeah, know no. the, the big fancy designer. Right, on it. no, I get it. But it's still. I like the ACDC though. Oh, that's like you. That's my shit. Thank you. Well, yeah. that I mean, I appreciate it. But like the black, what I mean, it keeps me warm. I like it. I don't know about like that's good enough for me. Yeah. 
But okay, so then how did you pivot from okay. restaurants? Like, what was your background? Let's go into who you are, what your background is, and how you became who you. Are you a Cliff Notes? Cliff Notes, because it's long. You know, I'm 31, turning 32. Oh my God, you're like well, 32 in August. It's not that far. It's not that close. I know. Well, okay, but I don't need to know when you were an embryo. But let's start. Oh shit. Okay, I was the fastest swimmer. Okay, you were the fastest swimmer. Good. We know that. We know that. That's good. Here, right? No. So from LA, born and raised. Yes. Um. So did you go to college? Dropped out. Okay, where'd you go? Um, Occidental College. In okay. LA, in LA, yeah. Okay, so you it's not a dental school. It's Occidental. I know. I, I know what it is. I've heard of it. A lot okay. of people are like, oh, dentist. I'm like, no. Yeah. Far, the furthest thing from a dentist. Yeah, it's where Obama went. So it's like. Yeah. Obama. Oh, it's like prestigious, whatever. Occidental? Yeah. yeah I dropped out. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that like a known good school? Yeah. Um, I'm, Obama went there and then he went to Harvard. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was thought you were joking. Wow. No, Obama okay. actually went there. Oh. They, trust me, they shoved that down your throat like every fucking second. Really? They're like, okay. oh, this is where like Bear used to sleep. I'm like, who the fuck is Bear? Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So then you went there, you dropped out. Okay. Yeah, I dropped out. So anyway, long story short, I was in hospitality. Okay. Started when I was 16, nightclubs, the whole thing, went to bars, work, like working in there, right? Okay. I opened bars when I was 23 because I'd met enough people that were willing to fund by then, when I was 23, I opened my first bar. Where did you open in LA? Hollywood, Hollywood, okay. yeah. What was it called? First one was called Genesis. The other second one was called Golden Box. Two, two bars in Hollywood. Okay. I mean, you know, it's very Again, hip. I'm very hip. <laughs> let's yeah. just, let's keep it like, yeah, exactly. it's very hip. hip. bars, okay, yeah, thank very you. Very hip bars. Okay, good to know. And so after that, I was like, fuck, I'm sick of getting home at like four in the morning, you know, can't right. keep a relationship. Okay, let's get out. Went to restaurants, right? Right. Like, like that's my Brilliant. strategy. Like, that's like the best, like smartest <laughs> fucking idea ever. Yeah. Went to restaurants. We opened, my business partner, or former business partner and I, um, Henry, opened 14 restaurants, three and a half years. It was a lot. Would I know any of them? Yeah, you probably know all of them. Um, yeah, what are they? No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, well, we can talk about that after. There no, was, no, there, I want to know. There's a lot of them. Okay, well, name the okay, top ones. Okay, Nighthawk Breakfast Bar is probably like the most famous one because it was breakfast for dinners, like on Vogue Japan, like... I was like, my voice was fucking dubbed and like, and some shit. Really? Like, it's crazy motherfuckers. They're like, dry. I had people that would drive, like, be like, we just heard about this. We drove from fucking Canada to eat here. Like, crazy Where was it? Venice. Oh my God. Am I, I am living under a rock, apparently. Okay. This Sorry. is really embarrassing. Okay, so how no, many years ago was this? It's not embarrassing. This was, uh, it's still open, by the way. It is? Yeah, it's still open. This is proves that I people make fun of me because mm -hmm. I, I'm such a creature of habit. I go to the same three restaurants. So do I. I'm in oh, bed by like nine now. Yeah, oh. I, yeah, I left those days behind me. I'm like, it's dinner at six, in bed by nine. I fall asleep late. You should live in Boca Raton with all the other old I want to live in like people. Montecito. Oh, that's nice. Too. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I get you. I'm just you're just like slow. No, I'm saying like slow. Like as much people think I like love to go out because like the way I look and dress and yeah. stuff. But I'm like not at all. It's the nail polish that gets and the ring. Yeah, and like the yeah. way I did. Yeah, I'm like it's your style. Six p.m. dinner, like nine p.m. in bed. I'm like teeth brushed, everything brushed, medication taken, everything good. Theragun because I've restless leg. Oh, hypervolt's so much better than Theragun. Mm. Have you tried it? I don't know. Theragun really works for me. Okay, I'm gonna let you use. Okay, well, you're uh, just gonna give me a. I'm gonna give you a hypervolt. Yeah. These perks at this thing. <laughs> I know. Who would have thought you'd right, leave with crazy. all these great crazy gifts, right? Uh, right. So I imagine this. So it's I'm I started the process of selling my restaurant group, right? Yeah. In December 2018, closes like end of 20 early 2020. Yeah. Right. Also, I'm like, oh, cool. What other restaurants besides that? How you didn't the, tell me. Well, tell me one other one that I would. Easy's in the Beverly Center. Oh, I know that one. Yeah, it's the one in the Bay Center. They have good chicken fingers. Thank you. Yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, so 
All the restaurants are gone. Okay. Right? Like, we sold off the restaurants. All of them? Yeah. I got acquired. We had between LA, Chicago, Texas, and Alabama. We had a bunch of them. Right? Okay. Then we get hit with the fucking pandemic. Yeah. So I'm like. But you sold them You sold them before right the pandemic? Before. And I filmed my TV show that's out now called Beats for Breakfast with Miguel, the musician. Yes. Um, he does a beat. I do a breakfast dish. It's on Facebook Watch. Tune in. It's great. Yeah. Um, season one is out. Beats for Is it really out right now? Yeah. Okay, I yeah. th- that's so. How did that happen? What what kind of like how did that happen with you and Miguel? Like why we met we, at Nighthawk. Okay, um, I was signed to Rock Nation. I was the first uh, restaurateur chef to sign to Rock Nation. I was with Rock Nation for three years. They used to manage me. Okay, what did you do with them? Just like it, like a like a talent manager with for musician. I just did basically like restaurants with them, TV, all that stuff. Just the same kind of okay. from it, right? Do you know Jay Z personally? I've met Jay Z at the Rock Brunch. Yes. Okay. Can you call him right now? No, I'm joking. No. Okay. He's like, the fuck is Blackwater? I know, exactly. <laughs> I know. I'm, te- I'm teasing you. Well, I think he'd like it, actually, but, anyway, you know. So. Okay, go on. So then you um, were signed to Rock Nation. Yeah, so I met Miguel, because okay. Miguel was under there, too. Mm-hmm. Met at Nighthawk, my breakfast place. Right. We both love breakfast for dinner. And then we just started talking, and he was like, oh, dude, I make beets in my kitchen, like, literally. And he's like, she made beets for breakfast. I'm like, yeah. And then we just... Did the show on Facebook. I mean, you know, there's like teams that get involved. In yeah, of course. Like, but then so the, you guys sold it to Facebook or like you went yeah, to they, have... They were like, yeah, we want to... They picked up the show. It was like, yeah, we, they, we our teams pitched it. How many episodes? Eight episodes. One season. And then, um, so he's making, he's beating, like he's basically mm-hmm. just like doing some music while you're making breakfast. Yeah. And it's like we play off each other because we're both from L.A., Everything it's like, you know, he's like, oh, like that. Are you eating? Are you adding like spice in that dish or heat? Like, and then he like does some shit with the sounds or like it sounds like it's spice. It's like really cool, actually. That is really cool. Yeah. I'm going to check it out. So we filmed that okay. February 2020. So I had just filmed the show. Okay. Just sold the restaurants. And then it's like flat on my ass. Like what the fuck's going on? You know, I mean, pandemic. I don't have restaurants to go to. I'm used to this like lifestyle. Yeah. Like filming. There's nothing. They're like a lot of us, right? I'm not yeah. like the only one that had that. No, no, but that's... But okay. I have like... And then my industry is getting like decapitated right. by the pandemic. Yeah. Like all my friends in the space are like the fuck. So I'm like, oh, shit. You know, and everyone's like, are you okay? Because a lot of people didn't know I had sold because it was so fresh. And right. I was like, yeah. yeah, I'm great. How are you? It's so yeah, yeah, good yeah. timing. I'm like at wow. home, I'm like opening wine. I'm like orange wine, like fucking Fauci talk. You know wow. what I mean? Wow. Well, who, who did you sell it to? Like It was a, it was a private equity group called K2. And, a hospitality group. And so they must be like really unhappy, right, with you at this point, right? What? They sold I don't it. know about they sold you they sold it to you in like two minutes I'm happy later. About me. I think it's the not virus. you, the rest of, I'm saying like not with you personally, I'm saying with what happened. They sell it and all of a sudden the COVID happens. I mean, I don't know. I can't speak yeah. for that, but not you personally, it's not know. your fault. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't plan this whole yes, thing. Yes, no, you did not. Um, or did you? Just kidding. In the NFT <laughs> yeah, community. Yes. Yeah. So we're we're so we're all stuck at home and I'm like, okay, like Kind of trying to figure out what I'm going to do next. I have massive anxiety and I have to like, you know, figure out what's next. So I, I'm like, okay, a couple of things. One, my mental health became a massive priority. I'd realized how unhealthy I was mentally. So I got on medication, like right off. The, I was actually already piling on it. And that, like, what was wrong? The anxiety? Is that anxiety, depression. Saying? Yeah. I've all this. So I got, I got on that. And you were never medicated before? No, I refused before because I thought it was going to hurt my creativity. Hmm. But then I'm sitting at home and I'm like, Let's try it because now, like, I, don't right. know, I can be creative. Like, let's see what the fuck happens. So I get on that. Um, and then it worked right away. Very painful process in the beginning. Hmm. I worth every second of it. But like two months of like on top of that with a pandemic, like there was days where like I remember being like, if everyone dies, I don't care. Like I was so numb. Wow. I, like it was like rewiring my brain. Like wow. I became so flat. Like 
no personality, like wouldn't get out of bed. During the pandemic, it was a little bit more acceptable. Right, right. Right. So that's right. Got medication. Then I went public and I was like, I have a lot of, I was like, I'm getting off Instagram. Like I, I were you popular on Instagram at this point? I had like, I think, I don't know, maybe like 600,000, maybe like 500,000 followers. It was before the show came out, so less, but. From what? What were you popular from? The restaurant stuff? Like the. I was always very social savvy. So like when I was like 16 and I was like promoting nightclubs, I got into MySpace. Then it kind of went to Twitter and transferred over and then went to Facebook. And then I I did a lot of stuff on Food Network and that Mm -hmm. demographic is very heavily on Facebook, Instagram and stuff. And also people on Instagram, they love food pictures. Exactly. It's all very much about pictures yes. and looking at people's visual food and- Exactly, yeah. right. so that kind of built over you know the years. I was an early adopter, so. Um, so yeah, so I get off of it, I'm like, so I'm like, I have to focus on my mental health. I had never been open to mental health before. I was like, I'm out. Get the account, I pause, delete all the apps on my phones, everything. I come back like two months later. I'm like, oh, I gotta check what the fuck's going on in the world, right? It's a pandemic. <laughs> so I'm like, honestly, when are these people? Are? So you were like, in dark for two months. my friends are alive. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to be like You didn't cynical. talk to anybody really? No, for, like, I, a I did. I did to my but, close, but like, you but know, Instagram, like, you talk to like everyone, right? Yeah. It's like, like an I, open market. I come yeah. back and like my inbox is flooded with requests like CEOs, celebrities, all these people that like I didn't know followed me. And my people are like, holy shit, like, I'd love to talk to you about mental health. Like, I'm going through a lot of men, they're like, I'm embarrassed. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm like, holy shit. So I took like days to respond to those. I'm like, I have to start a podcast. So I started the process of the podcast. It took a while to build. I really want to make sure I got the right guests and everything. And then I launched the podcast, I think like about six months later after that, that talked dinner party that I was like, okay, the, what I love most about having dinner parties is the conversation you have at the end of the night, when you're done eating, you just set the table for three hours, like your glass of wine talking, right? So that's what the podcast is. It is the best part of it, by the way. It's the best way. part. Yeah. We talk, it's not about the food, it's the context around mm-hmm. it, right? It's the company. Mm-hmm. So then I started talking about mental health appeal. So I had a bunch of like friends, celebrity friends, people I met online through that whole thing that came on and you know. And what kind of guests yeah. are you having on, on dinner party? Um, and anyone from like actors like Lamorne Morris to Bobby Hundreds, who's like the founder of the Hundreds streetwear brand to um, Roman Grosjean, a Formula One driver, like wide variety. Brand Rebecca Brand. Minkoff came like designers. Like we have a mix, like right? Like a whole, yeah. Like a, yeah. Yeah. It's just like basically I, and any my dinner parties, I love talking to random people and getting to know them, right? Mm-hmm. So that was, so I was working on that. And then, but you know, that was like, a loose project because I was just recording when I felt like it, recording from home, doing it on Zoom. I, I took my time on those. It wasn't like crazy. And then um, I was like, you know, browsing online and stuff. And I discovered NFTs before even launching Dinner Party. And I was just, but like very loosely looking at like this trend in crypto. And because of the pandemic, I think it accelerated the, wor- the world like five years. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I was like, what's this NFT stuff? Like people were talking about it very, very early on. Crypto was actually down at this point, right? Yeah. Invested in crypto, linked NFTs. And um, and then after that, start connecting with people around. You know, that's how I met like Jason, who's now my business partner and probably nothing. We met online. Oh. So just talking. You like, met online, just talking. We just met in person recently. Wow. And no I've been, way. I've been talking every day for Insane. a year. Yeah, that crazy. We just met wow, in person. Wow, this is in Canada. Oh, of course. Oh, there you go. It's fucking Canadians. Yeah. So Those Canadians, I tell you. <laughs> so um, I'm telling you. So just connecting with people in the community, and that's why I realized there was this community aspect. Right. But I wasn't like as savvy, obviously, as I am now. I was just very. I didn't really think about getting into it as seriously, and then I was like, 
you know, my, my strength is building brands, restaurant concepts, building communities, all this stuff. This is exactly what that is. You know, I don't necessarily have the talents to create, have ideas that require manufacturing, producing like all those things all the time. Now I can create something that I can touch people all over the world versus a restaurant where it's four walls. I can touch people all over and just turn these ideas into digital assets that can now be sold. Like it's a way of basically monetizing on ideas and building a community around these ideas. Got you. Now you can do it digitally. So then what was your first NFT that you visualized that you basically put out to the marketplace? I'm dropping that right now. Right this minute? That's why I'm here. Okay, what is it? Okay, so when I say right now, this second, yeah, it may be in a few days, okay, whenever yeah, yeah. you decide to release this episode. I understand. It might be, maybe yesterday. But let's just hope it's in a few days. Let's say it's in a few days. Okay, let's just say it's in a let's few days. Let's get really close to okay. the launch. Thank you. That'd be good, um, yeah. It's called photosynthesis. So this actually, this is you're gonna be my guinea pig for this. Okay. And you're Great. gonna say you love it. Okay. But tell me what I want to hear, but be honest. Okay. Okay. okay yeah. So <laughs> be honest. So you're gonna like this concept. So it's called photosynthesis. I love that. They're very, very beautiful flowers. They're flower NFTs, right? What I realized about NFTs, this idea actually came when I was it was Matthew, my assistant's birthday. And I was like, I want to gift him an NFT. Look at all these projects. I'm like, none of these like feel like gifts. Like they are because we're nerds, right? But they don't, there's nothing, like if I want to get my mom her first NFT, if I'm going to get her a fucking monkey. You know what I mean? She'd be like, fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> like, what am I going to do with this monkey? That's I'm like, mom, I that say. was a million dollars, mom. Yeah. <laughs> but but, like, but so I was like, flowers, right? I love, I'm, my whole thing is getting more women in space. I have a weekly spot, two weekly spotlights that highlight women in the space, artists from all walks of life already on my pages. Okay. So I'm like, I should create a project that both attracts women. Also, I'm big on like masculinity in the modern age that destigmatizes like flower giving for men, you know, mental health. For, I'm big on that too, right? As a straight man who like paints his nails, I'm able to have this conversation. Are you straight? Yeah, completely straight. Really? See, that's what I'm saying. I thought I thought your assistant was your boyfriend. No, that's very, that, that's a compliment for both of us. Thank you. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Really? Both catches, yeah. Wait, Matthew, are you there? Yes. He left. <laughs> he left. No, oh. no, no. It's very kind though. Okay, well, why did you why is it not kind or kind or why? I mean, you know why I thought so. You're so styled. Well, thank you. But that's what I was raised by a single mom. I was surrounded by women my whole life. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that so but that's that's a good point because I'm able to come in and be like, people are like, wait, this guy's a million followers on Instagram. He's straight, but he he doesn't give a fuck, he paints his nails. And I get like dudes all the time texting me and be like, oh, do I start painting my nails now? Like yeah. my straight friends, like married friends, like all that stuff, right? I'm just floored right now. Thank you. Uh, I take that as a comment, by the way. You should. I always tell people if I had been a gay chef, I'd be a trillionaire. Yeah, you think so? Why? Oh my, there was, there's not, there's not many and there, there's not, how I would have monetized, I would monetize that shit like you would never fucking know. The right. gay community is gay <laughs> chef. I would be a trillionaire. And there are really no gay chefs, that's impossible. There are, of course, but can you name one that's that big fan? or on no, TV? I don't, I don't know. It's sad. We got to fix that. I mean, it's the yeah. next task: inclusivity in that space. That's gonna be okay. So, so this was this nail polish was. That's what I'm saying. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's a lot of what. So this photosynthesis thing is like I want dudes giving flowers to other dudes. I want like I I don't understand why we care so fucking much about these categories, right? That oh, that's why you don't like titles. Yeah. yeah. I don't see. I'm like I'm very big on like that's why I love. NFTs, democratization, right? Yeah. Roll behind our computers, doesn't matter what you look like, you know, if you, if you, how much you weigh, gay, straight, whatever it is, doesn't matter, right? So 
So this project, photosynthesis, is just that. It's flowers, which are the most universal form of giving, right? Gifts. So women are attracted to it. You know, men, a lot of men like flowers, so much as they like to admit, like, I have fresh cut flowers every week. Love fucking flowers. You do? Yeah, there's like a thousand plants in my house. A lot of dudes are like that. Now guys, you know guys now, like, ever since rappers started caring about clothes and actually paint their nails, which is, rap is like the most macho form of yeah. like music. <laughs> totally. It's trickled down now. Dudes are like, okay, well, you know, ASAP Rocky paints his nails and like this rapper wears dress, like Kid Cudi wore a dress on SNL. It just shows how subjective it is too. Like, it's, but why, it's, why it's was also it more fashion. It's more about being like, yeah, I think it's more of a fashion. Imagine state. if on TV, every man we saw had black nail polish, then you would be like, man, I'm not a man if I don't have black nail polish. Exactly. It's so subjective. Exactly. Yeah. So this photosynthesis project is, um, is, a, is flowers that you can plant in the metaverse. Now I'll explain what the metaverse is in a second, right? You can plant it and write a note. So let's say your birthday, I give you flower, Plan note, these are flowers that last forever. You get to keep this flower, there's a note with it. If one day you were to like sell it to someone, that note still stays, someone else's note could be added, right? So if you wanted, you you don't have to even sell it. You could pass it on generation to generation with notes that live forever. So you could have in this communal garden that's virtual in the metaverse, plant your flower with a note. So interesting we give 35 percent of royalties to uh, mental health charity so a third a little bit over a third goes to mental health there's also like community dinners there's a lot of different perks with the concept but the main the main example is that but then this was your this is literally your first one the first that i dropped personally right not that that i've helped other people so how did you become that's interesting and i like it how did you start to be the guy that helps you know, Thai dollar sign or whoever it is. Dollar sign. Do- whatever, Thai dollar. <laughs> what the hell is his name? Thai. Dollar. There's no R. There's da- no da- R. I, it happens dollar. With, by the way, it happens with me a lot with that guy. Thai, Thai euro man. Dollar, right? Yeah. Oh, God. I am like a hundred. I'm like worse than your granny. Okay. So how, how did you become that guy that helps all these other people? I was early. You know what I mean? Like, I, so they, they, so you just kind of like, there's still so few of us. Like, like we're, yeah, it's still right. It's not like, so you were kind of like, just like kind of, again, I'm going to use an analogy, yeah. kind of like a very, like me, I know nothing about makeup or fashion. So I would go ask, you know, someone who I know to help me with like picking out an outfit or helping me with makeup. But that's existed pe- forever. Think about but, stuff that hasn't existed for like, think about like, or the but what I'm saying, stages. someone's coming to you because the, exactly. you, you know about it. Is but, what I'm saying. But exactly. But like, think about, think about people going to like, you know, Tom from MySpace about social media back then for like advice. But that social media being a thousand times bigger because mm-hmm. now we live in the digital world. You yeah, know what I, mean? I know so what you mean. I know what you mean. It's basically that. So but like, it hasn't been like that long. So like this all happened, let's say two years ago, right? With COVID, where you were where kind of- the boom, yes. Where the yeah. boom was. But that's really when you kind of got involved was mm-hmm. with the boom. Like you weren't doing this, like Gary V, how long ago was Gary V talking Same about amount. this? We got, we, I think I got in earlier than him. I remember because he did a thing. He's like, I got into it. I think at the time he said it was like he spent all of January of last year. Exactly. So ahead. I actually got in before that. Wow. So you were very not as ready. deep though. I, I, he got in deeper faster, than I, but I started. Before. You were already kind of doing. Yeah. It. So like, but let's just say around the same time, right? As someone like Gary V. So two years ago is when things really kind of catapulted to another level. I would say in the last year, yeah, not even two year. years ago. I'd say last. So I'd say twenty twenty one. NFTs specifically. Right. NFTs, yes. NFTs specifically. But I'm talking Bitcoin and all that other stuff. I mean, it's been ramping up for like what seven eight years now just 
since it's been created. Yeah. If you're talking about like the time where it really like started getting it, publicity, Ethereum, it was sorry, like in my end of 2017, early. Yeah. Yep. That was like the last like major spike and then it died. But, and then it died and then now, and now it's like. It's like you know, surpassed that. Depends on. Yeah. Um, okay. So. <laughs> Might be broke right now <laughs> yeah. or very rich. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I check my portfolio. Yeah. I mean, this is what so. I don't understand. So then do you like, do you take money? So you don't like transfer money. So like what I mean is in the space, like let's say I want to buy a monkey pet picture. That's 500 grand. It's an right? ape. An ape. Whatever. An ape. Not a monkey. Monkey. No. What's it called? Board monkey? Board, Board, ape. Board, Board ape, ape. Yacht club. Right. If I want to buy that, it costs five. Drake bought one for like five hundred thousand dollars, right? Yeah. So depending on how rare they are, right? Oh, okay. I see what you mean. So they have traits, right? Oh, okay. So like, I'm giving you just rough examples. Imagine like that a hat was rare, and they have a hat, and that's more rare than no hat. Like that. Okay. Kind of, it's more intricate than that, but just in the, in the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Am I? If I have no money, how do I even start making money in the crypto space? Or am I taking my cash from U.S. money? Yeah, you can converting put, yes. it. Yeah, that's but, how people like investing in stock markets. The same thing. So yeah. you have to have money to do that. You can't just like. I mean, there's no free money. I mean, no, like, right no. What I'm saying is, but there's what the conversion rate is. What I'm talking about is dollar to dollar. No, it can fluctuates. So yeah. at any given time, there's been some dips recently, but any given time, it's usually. Roughly, I would say between three thousand to forty-five hundred U.S. dollars for one Ethereum. Just talking about your Ethereum. Okay. That's a. I mean, it's thirty dollars for no one dollar. One dollar, yeah. Is three three thousand five hundred or three thousand to four thousand five hundred dollars? Bitcoin. And I'm giving you very broad yeah, fluctuations. Bitcoin. We're talking about thirty thousand to sixty-five thousand dollars for one one Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. That's higher than a tesla stock an apple stock even if you had both splits of the apple stock it's higher i mean there's few stocks that are that i mean berkshire is probably like the only one i can think of like yeah like you're talking about like so much power in these coins for like a bitcoin like when i was trying to explain this to my dad he's like if i wanted to buy a bitcoin how much would it cost me and at that time i was like sixty-five thousand dollars. he's like the fuck yeah that's and i didn't realize it was people that bought that for 50 cents by the way I know. I know a guy who, who bought, like, who bought like 10,000 coins for 50 cents. When was this? How many years ago? 10, 12, right? I would say. I think so. 10 now? Yeah. 12. Am I? Okay. So I have all these. Mike, do you have any questions before yeah, I, I continue? I, I mean, look, like one thing that I really want to emphasize that you brought up is just how open the space is and like how early it is and how we're all anyone who's in the space all the time is like screaming with wide open arms of like people come inside. I think it's so Inclusive. easy oh. because, because what, if you're not spending all your time in the space, yeah. you're seeing the headlines and what do the headlines say? Board ape sells for $500,000, crypto punks, $300,000. Like I this can't is, afford that. How am I, I can't afford it? that is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But like Jen right now, the opportunity is unbelievable. I say this as myself who okay, just started being active talking on Twitter. What do you do? Hold on. See, that's a good, that's like, <laughs> Like a lot, he's me. a good bless you. Like, he's a good actual like example because he's like just is getting you just got into it. I, like, I mean, in the last like six months, I mean, roughly, yeah. I, I, I minted in, I, so you're like I, a mid adopt. You're still early though, like, yeah. I'm a mid adopter. I mean, you're actually early still because I think we're early today, of course. Well, that's why he's so, here because he's going to ask some questions and, about being someone who's more. Yeah. knowledgeable than I am, but not as knowledgeable no, as absolutely. you. And I think it's really interesting because you come from the standpoint of being super early and having a really big platform and I'm coming in from like, I've just been interested in it, but I'm really getting my like hands deep in the last five, six months, like you said. Um, but 
I, I'm creating my own NFT project too, right? And in order to do well in the space, you have to work with other people. It's okay, all about- Okay, this is what community. I don't understand. Well, let me give you an example I might speak to. Okay. I, I think I read a study, not exact numbers. It was, if you put your stimulus check into Ethereum, you'd have $300,000 today. I think that was it. Really? Yeah, because it was like, at the time when they first mm. came out, it was like- It was like 200 bucks. Yeah, so you would have like $300,000. Today being, I think when it hit like forty, because it like twenty x. Okay, so what yeah. I don't understand, so, yeah, something like yeah. Why, why is it that like everybody yeah, that and their dog, like yeah, Mikey's doing a, you know, he's doing a. He's a, smart. But like, but what? Where's no no offense to you, but this is where I'm going to say like, well, like who who cares? Like, but where's the value? Where's like, the value? I get like if Drake is doing it, people want to own a piece of what Drake is doing, right? So, but if I did something or you did something, what? Who cares? That's the thing. You're we, right. We care more about him. That's the thing. The community. Like, like that, the, uh, like so the that's Kunal. why that example that you yes. told us earlier. So, so let's say, okay. let's say tomorrow Drake drops his NFT. If he comes in and he does like his face times 10,000, people yeah. like, absolutely fucking not. Because when people invest, they invest in the long-term features, future. Okay. People are afraid of celebrities getting cash and walking out. There's been mm -hmm. rappers that have done that. Okay. Musicians. They're banned from the community. What do you mean? Yeah. Give me an example of what you mean. Like little Uzi Vert, for example. Okay. I have no problem talking about it. It's very open. Like. He came in, okay. he dropped a project, made I think three, four million dollars, whatever it is, like in one day. What do you mean he leaves? What do you mean he takes his money or? Yeah, because normally when people invest in NFTs, they invest in hopeful that it's gonna go up, right? Like it's like, it's like imagine going on IPOing. No, I understand. And then closing saying. your company. It's the same thing. So, but what I mean is, so how is he even allowed just to like close shopping and take it's his money? It's not regulated. So, Technically, like, but it's out there. Well, think people about bought way. it. They th own it now. I They're think part of we've had that issue with Kickstarter too, right? I think where people invest in stuff and the business goes and it's like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. happened. So yes. it's the same thing. It's yeah. not, it's not, you but, know, I mean, there's no like police around that because like it's like investing. What's well, the wild, wild west? That's it what's is. scary. So much. You, that's what I'm saying. You don't know who's, yeah, no, there's no, there's no like, there's no government, government, uh, or like not government, but there's no group of people or and that's good and bad that's, that's good, good and bad that's, but like let's say drake drops an ft and he's like oh it's gonna be my facetime like and people are like okay well that probably doesn't have that much value in the long term like there's no like utility to this meaning like this doesn't get me anything other than the picture but he comes in and he's like i'm creating this really cool project right. it's a really cool brand and like i'm gonna give back to charity i'm gonna build this thing in the metaverse you can have access i'm gonna do like panels and seminars and stuff like you see that this he has like this 10 year vision, I'm gonna invest in his. Cause I'm mean, like, this guy is like, I'm like almost investing in his company. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. So that makes sense to me. That's why celebrities like, celebrities are only good when they, that's what I was saying before, like I don't work on their own unless they're like getting their hands that's dirty. That's why you were saying that earlier. It, cause, cause otherwise like they won't sell anymore. Like people don't fall for that bullshit. Because and, is it, bec but also though, but I, what I don't, one question I have about that is like, let's say Drake drops his picture and then sells it and he goes like, it's still out there. People did buy it. So why, what do you mean he's closing it up and leaving? I don't understand. So Drake did not do that, by the way. I, just, I know. I'm, but, not, I'm just using him as but, an example. So let's say, let's say, I, let's just say I was doing that. Okay. Right? I drop a collection today. Okay. Right. And I'm like promoting, promoting. People are like, oh my God, Jeremy's like dropping his collection. Like I'm going to make, it's, this is the value. Oh, the go value up, doesn't, doesn't change. It goes down. Because remember, losing money. secondary market yeah, is it. where it's at. It's like sneakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine, it. imagine, sneakers, imagine exactly. Supreme. Yeah. launching the world's craziest t-shirt people are buying in and supreme is like you know fuck blacks fuck jews fuck we hate everybody we're closing shop it's worth nothing it's worth nothing yeah, everyone it. dumps it and that's the problem with celebrities 
is that a lot of people don't have the confidence that they're going to care enough. I understand. But, you know, it's so interesting because now I feel like a lot of people like Mike is actually a good example, actually, because someone like you who are, who's really, truly interested in it, you would actually have a vision and you would want to build it. So that's actually now that makes sense. Then how about the people who are just like randos who are like, hey, I'm a, on a reality show. I want to drop one. And like everyone, like they're dropping these NFT people projects. People have gotten so good at sniffing out. Yeah. People aren't genuine. And Six months ago is different. Oh, yeah. okay. Six months ago, everyone was buy everything. Mm-hmm. Now you, everyone is vetting every project really mm-hmm. closely because we've seen the flops. We've seen the cash grabs. And so now that it's makes like sense. meaningful partnerships or, or buying into projects you really believe in. And the beauty is there's a different, like Jeremy brought up, there's you buy in because you trust and like the person that you're buying into, right? right. And they're telling you, I'm gonna build this project out over five, 10 years, whatever, right? That's one piece. But the second piece that's really, really cool is most of these projects that are launching, like Cool Cats, all of these guys, they started with just good art, good community, and no real deep, deep utility, mm-hmm. right? right? But the way that things are set up is you're able to reward people who are holding your NFT with different utilities over time. Like it's technically possible to literally send $5,000 to anybody who holds one specific NFT, right? I think okay. that would break securities and now there's legal issues, but- It's still possible though. It is You're possible. You're still allowed to, yeah. And, and what people are doing is rewarding their communities over time and like growing together. Mm-hmm. So they build community first and then the ones who really love and care their fan, care for their fan base are like, let me help these guys over three years, five years, right. 10 years. I understand and what that is. Now that makes sense. There's And there's a lot of fluctuations in that, right? Like there's projects where it's like, and in the community, like let's collaborate on projects and all the money goes back into this shared, you know, concept. Like treasury, right? yeah. Yeah. Do you remember what the DAO is? DAO? Decentralized Anonymous Organization? Yeah. Well, it's now a I big am. thing in the yeah. crypto space. Basically a DAO is... A company owned by its all its shareholders, which a traditional company is. However, there's no board of directors. Imagine every member shareholder is on the board of directors. All decisions get voted on anonymously by the owners. So, like, let's say uh, some NFTs are creating DAOs where it's like all the money goes gets dumped into a DAO. Now there's ten million dollars. What are we going to do with this? And there's ten thousand members. Those ten thousand members all vote anonymously, equally for where that ten million will get spent. Again. I understand. I actually understand that. So the power is in every individual mm-hmm. equally. You don't have a board of directors who are like 80-year-old white dudes who are trying to make decisions on like a marketing And it's budget. immediate. You okay. just vote. It's done. It's immediate. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about this. How is an NFT actually even created? What's the process? You said something minting. about minting. That's what the minting is. You said is. about minting is. But like ex- now that I understand a little bit more, now... I have an idea of so how does walk me through what even to even get to the minting. Like if I'm like who I am, I go find you and I'm like, Hey, I want to put, I want to put an NFT project or Mikey says, what do you, what's your project going to be? Is it a picture? What is it? Yeah, like, promote it. Like, sure. So it's called the Phoenixes and it, it's a mental health project and it resembles how we're all in the space. It's so stressful as uh-huh. crazy as it seems okay. because every day all the things you own are shooting up, shooting down. Um, and it can be really like anxiety driven because you're always searching for a new project, right? Okay. So many people, myself included, hit a point of burnout in this space because you're just overwhelmed with shit. Every second you have to be searching for something and it builds really, really bad habits in you to be glued to your phone, your screens and not create mental health space for yourself to like, Actually, be happy so during this picture. crazy revolution. So, 
it, I mean, the NFT itself, you're getting a picture, okay. but that resembles and adds utility in, in a lot of unique ways. Oh, so we I built see. a mobile app that's already out on the app store based on our four years of running our right. startup habit nest yeah. that gives people tools to build better habits in their life. Right. So owning the NFT, now we're building utility into it where people get access to the app. And what we're able to do, which is so cool, is yes, individual holders will get app access, but we're building a tier. So if Jeremy wants to buy our project creator tier, it will give all of the holders of his NFT access to our app too. Oh, that's cool. And then, oh wow. And then our NF, and then the app itself is going to be built to have gamification to the mm. point where every day you use it and are putting time in to better your life, you're earning a reward. Smart. And there's a lot of ways to go with that. It could be a coin or it could be a mini NFT where you like combine okay, 10 confused. of them. Well, his art yes. is the album art to a, a, a musical it's, it's album. The it's, the perfect, it's a cover art. Okay, so it's, like a, so it's like it's cool. This is it Kanye a picture album. of a phoenix? Is that? It's a picture of a yeah. phoenix. But it become, it's even if it's beautiful, it's almost irrelevant to the mission. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, it's I a understand. bonus. If you do it right, it's a bonus. So I'm going to buy. So, okay, so that, break in, it down for me then in layman's terms, Jeremy. So let's say I'm buying his phoenix. So there's different types, right? So you, okay. have, you have that example and you also have crypto punks that have no utilities other than the art. Yeah. But they were his the first His utility ones. is I get access to this app. Everything you just said, yeah. So how much are you going to sell it for? Uh, 0.1 Ethereum. It's like a couple hundred bucks. Depends on the day. Depends on the day. So from the like pro- three to four hundred dollars. Yeah. So there are projects like his that have utilities, but there's also like the CryptoPunks, which is the biggest project, arguably next to Board Ape. It is the biggest next to Board Ape. Um, have no utilities. It's just purely the art. So that's more of the bragging right kind of Pokemon rare Pokemon card that we had or sports cards growing up. It's the same equivalent to that. So that's exactly what I was going to ask you. So basically, so digital art, art was the catalyst to, to basically spawn off all these other things. Correct. Right? Correct. So, um, and this is kind of what, now this kind of does remind me of like how we would trade you know, uh, baseball cards or the Pokemon, mm-hmm. my kid would does the Pokemon cards. This is in, it's kind of a digital version, more or less. Correct. And what people need to understand too, is like, there's no unlimited quantities. When things get minted, when I say, like I explained earlier, that's yeah. what makes them an NFT. Yeah. You mint X amount of times. Like Board Ape has 10,000 pieces. CryptoPunks has 10,000 pieces. Like, so there is a it. limited supply. That's all Correct. that exists. There will not be more unless they do another collection that's separate. That's- I got it. So there is scarcity in this. Yes. It's not like yeah. you can't just like wait forever to buy your Board Apes. Like that's then why there is a limited amount. And once mm-hmm. they're sold, they're sold. Yeah. And that's why they're worth a lot. So like, right. think about it this way. Like if I, let's say the like Kevin Hart bought one recently. You know, the fact that Kevin Hart owned it, it's almost like it's already worth more. Right. Because he owned it. Right. Or or someone like prominent like that. So these things gain value also because they're rare. It's like mm-hmm. that's the only one Kevin Hart's owned. So right. now I'm going to get the only one Kevin Hart owned if he ever sells it. If he ever sells it. Mm-hmm. OK, so then what's this thriller project that you're doing? It's Triller. Triller. Thriller is the Michael Jackson <laughs> um, song. Um, Triller. So I'm actually doing an NFT. Uh, I'm actually doing an, an NFT documentary. Uh-huh. Eight episodes, thirty minutes, uh, called probably nothing. I like to use. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a lot of ideas on names. Yeah, exactly. So it's actually based off of the my project probably nothing, mm-hmm. but essentially it's to educate people in the space. We'll have a lot of different like celebrities talking about how it affected them, but also shine a light about everything we're talking about the community aspect. Like, I want people to watch this documentary and be like. Oh, fuck. Like, just like you, I had no idea about this kid in India. These stories, like, 
I didn't know this was happening. This is so big. Like mm-hmm. I want to shed a light on the actual community aspect and make it something you wouldn't expect. So what, is it basically you just talking to a bunch of people? Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, it follows me around. I kind of explain how the process works, interview a lot of people in the space, different projects. How did uh, it come so, about? Um, they approached me and they're like, we want to do NFTs show. And I was like, only if I get full creative control. And that's what they said. Yes. And it's done. Yeah, because the thing is, you have to have someone deep, 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 yeah. deep do it because the first person who's going to do a documentary, it's going to be like, Bored Ape, CryptoPunks, yeah. Miami parties, Lamborghinis, and it's going to be like the shittiest, douchiest thing ever. Yeah. And so it's only going to be, you can see it on Triller. Triller TV and like wherever the fuck else they put it, yeah. And then who are you interviewing in it or who are you talking to? Who You'll else have is to it? watch and see. You won't give me one name? No. Would I know anybody? You'll know it? almost everyone. Really? It's big people. And the people that you don't know are people you should know because the leaders of the community That's awesome. that are important. And we're going to shed a light on those projects that had an impact that probably wouldn't get a show ever documentary because you know it's not people don't know enough about it but since i'm so deep in it those are people i want to highlight the most and that's we're going to have celebrities give respect to that as well you know it's it's what it is like i love that yeah. so that's that's a great project for you thank you so now you've become like the you know the go-to guy for nfts for now. For now. We'll see. Until, yeah. Until the kid that's 10 years younger than me gets it more than I do. Exactly. And, and you'll be the him. granny. Then I have to hire him. <laughs> that's yeah. right. You're going to hire him. Yeah. Okay. So then we're going to do, we're going to wrap this one and we're going to do a part two and Stuck. get into like all the other stuff. The metaverse, meta- web met- three, all that stuff. Yeah. Yes. Because there's like too much to do in like one episode because yeah. there's, it's just, it's like the internet. There's like way, way, way too much. Yep. It's even bigger than the internet. It's even bigger. What's bigger than the internet? NFTs. NFTs. <laughs> web, web three. Which is web internet, three metaverse. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's going to be bigger than the internet. Like it actually is. You think so? A hundred percent. It's, it's, yeah. Okay. Well, you'll tell us next time because mm-hmm. this is going to be too long of a podcast and then yeah. people are going to tune out anyway. And I want people yeah. to know and understand this information. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Jeremy Fall, yes. uh, your documentary on Triller is going to be out. Now-ish. Now, now-ish. Now-ish. It's probably out now. It's, let's just say my documentary is out now. Yeah. Probably nothing. That's good. And you can also follow you on Jeremy Fall. Yeah, on all social platforms. And and also follow at probably nothing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, is there anything else? No, that's more than enough. Okay, I think so. <laughs> I think there's plenty right yeah, now. Yeah, they'll get their, their info. This is awesome. Okay, well, you've been very, very good, actually. You've, you've kind of really did break it down in very layman's terms for the you know, average bear like myself who knows very little about technology, about crypto. And uh, yeah, that's why you're going to come back and do yeah, part two. Absolutely. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks Mikey, for, for, Thanks for uh, helping me. me here. Yeah, of course. It was very fun. Thank you. And thank you guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Habits and hustle. Time to get it rolling. Stay up on the grind. Don't stop. Keep it going. Habits and hustle from nothing into something. All out. Hosted by Jennifer Cohen. Visionaries. Tune in. You can get to know them. Be inspired. This is your moment. Excuses. We ain't having that. The Habits and Hustle podcast powered by Habit Nest. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests. 
like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you wanna learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox or wherever you listen to your podcasts.